one thing relating to all of this, uh, social media. I know that a lot of people, um, younger people on social media, uh, have a social media presence and their own presence. You know, they're kind of two different people at this point. And something that the pandemic did was um, force everyone to only look at uh, how people were viewed on social media. And the thing is, you have so much control over that. So I know that, like, at times I'd be posting things that I was doing and all I could think of was, like, I feel, like, disingenuous. I feel like this isn't me because, you know, we couldn't really see each other. We couldn't really know what we were all going through. So, you know, I was struggling mentally. But if you looked at my social media, you didn't think so. You thought I was just, you know, busy or, like, doing a lot with my time. But in reality, like, I was struggling. And that's really what encouraged me to you know, start writing and start like this kind of podcast because I feel like on social media you have so much um, influence on people and if you're using it for the right thing such as like awareness exactly like it's so easy to say like I could have made a podcast about you know my life and how how fantastic I am and how great I'm doing but instead I've decided to make a podcast about personal issues i'm struggling and i feel like more people should be okay saying that social media shouldn't be a place where we focus on the best versions of ourselves it should be a place where we can show who we really are and you know who i really am is someone who's struggling with mental health and i feel like that was the reality for a lot of people during this pandemic yet if you looked at anyone on social media no one made it clear that that's what was going on in their lives i think that's a some sort of herd mentality or like safety in numbers thing where like instead of being one of the few people to stand up and say something like I'm hurting inside, I don't know what to do, they join the chorus of other people in saying that like, oh, I have to do this on social media. They're like, hey, look what I'm wearing. Yep. You know, it's a, it's a safety in numbers thing. It's like uh, I'm hurting inside but if I'm happy with my friends and we're all doing the same trends or the mm-hmm. memes or we're doing the same things on TikTok yep. or Snapchat, then at least I'm happy. Mm-hmm. But again, people neglect important issues that are might be too touchy, might be too sensitive, might trigger them to yeah. feel bad feel bad during the pandemic. And that's again, there's not, nothing wrong with that. But again, it's a it's a perspective that you don't see until you learn it through age, you know, mm-hmm. or through personal experiences. And there's nothing wrong with how, you know, people uh, live their lives through the pandemic. Yes, younger people resorting to social media and uh, forming weird cliques or mm-hmm. just thinking a certain way was probably uh, one example of how to, how they coped. Yeah. And so, again, this is something that isn't bad or wrong. It's just a perspective amongst mm-hmm. themselves. It's just one of the many, yeah. you know, and sometimes that'll change. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, social media from the, the pandemic or during the pandemic got kind of dangerous just because it was all people could hear of other people and no one wants to post their their flaws, like you were saying. And um, I know personally at one point in my life, uh, I would see people on social media, you know, working out or like, really using this time to focus on their bodies and stuff. And at that time, I decided to do the same. I was, like, really focused on working out, and I would post about it, and I would post, like, all my results and everything. But what you guys didn't see at that time was that I was... I had a borderline eating disorder. And I wasn't going to, like, share that or, like, 
be open about that with my results and everything because I was so focused on making sure people could see um, that I was okay, that I was doing these great things and that I was like focusing and taking care of myself when in reality, like I wasn't taking care of myself, but no one saw that. And so that's where our social media becomes dangerous because you have all these people comparing themselves on social media mm-hmm. when you're not comparing yourself to a real person. You're comparing yourself to an image. It's, or Yeah, like uh, it's very dangerous to do that. Um, yep. I mean, social media, that applies to people of all ages, of all st- statuses. Mm-hmm. But yeah, the youthful, the younger uh, generation sees it at a surface level and they don't mm-hmm. understand that like that's just a front yeah we're so impressionable too so that just made it so much harder for everyone it's uh yeah people have coped differently as as expected Mm -hmm. there's no right or wrong way to cope obviously and again we always stress that you know if there's really an issue or you feel something's off you know talk to a healthcare provider professional something professional yes okay you can talk to your friends and you should talk to your friends but in the end they cannot diagnose you. They cannot be your treatment. And that's just the way it is. Mental health is personal and you need to understand that um, if you're going through it. Especially because of the pandemic. Now that everyone, almost everyone has been affected mentally by this. You can't expect your friends to be your savior. And I think that's what a lot of people thought could happen over the pandemic. I feel like that's why a lot of people posted the things like reach out to your friends. But when you realize that your friends can't do anything, you realize how personal mental health is yeah. and that posting that is harmful. And it, it made people feel a lot more isolated. Yeah. A lot of people, if they self-diagnose that or do actually were diagnosed with uh, some sort of mental health issue... Some people genuinely are so ignorant of other people's well-being. Yep. Everyone was posting all that stuff, and all I could think of is um, I, I don't expect anybody to reach out to me because um, I, I'm not going to reach out to anybody else because I'm depressed. A bunch of, it's, It was like a bunch of depressed people asking other depressed people to reach out to them, and it just made no sense because I know personally like when I get depressed, I shut off. Like from social media, I can't respond to people. So all I was thinking while looking at that is, well, I'm not going to do that. And I also don't expect anyone else to do that because it's not their job to take care of my mental health. It's just, that's just the way it is too. Like at at that young of an age, Mm -hmm. you don't, you haven't really lived uh, the life of of someone with mental health as long as someone else Who's that older. was the problem with the pandemic is all these people suddenly got like diagnosed with depression or were feeling symptoms of depression and they didn't know how to deal with it because this is the first maybe yeah. the first time they've dealt with it. And so they're like, why is no one taking care of me? Why is no one helping me through this when people like me who have been dealing with this for a long time kind of understand it's it's, a... it's not their job. They can't do anything. Yeah. I've had I've talked with people and in the end all I've realized is that I'm the only one who can help me. I'm the only one who knows what I'm going through and I cannot put that burden on anyone else. Yeah. It doesn't mean that you're a burden to people. It means that it's a personal thing and as soon as you stop expecting other people to save you or treat you, you can get better because you can learn what works for you. Yeah. Um 
again, some of these people who are asking for help, not knowing what other people are going through, they don't. Sometimes they just don't know. Yep, it's an and ignorance, and not, it's not their fault. It's not really their fault. And again, they'll learn one day, and we can't play the blame game on anybody. Mm-hmm. All we can do is, you know, make sure that we are like we ourselves are okay personally. Yep. And we have to take the first step into acknowledging that and trying to figure out how to best solve it or treat it. Your friends are there to help guide you, but don't be upset at your friends because mm-hmm. they can't solve a personal medical issue and that is that can be life or death. That's yep. not their jobs. Yep. And that's the thing that I was um, um, saying, talking about earlier is that a lot of the people who were saying these things and having this ignorance about mental health, I've seen people change. I've seen people around my age just realize like, and be able to say like, yeah, I was wrong. I've had those conversations with people where they're like, I, you know, was dealing with mental health issues and I blamed everyone else for the fact I was going through it. And I just being back with people and seeing people and how it affected other people i like understand that everyone was going through something and that it was not their job and people like people my age have been able to say that they were wrong and mend relationships and i just i think that's something that can be applauded as well i don't think you know it can be seen i think the pandemic was an educational moment for a lot of people in terms of mental health as you could see there was a huge increase in advocacy for it um, I just don't want that to go away now that it's, you know, starting to die down. Now that the pandemic's starting to die down, I don't want those people who are really strongly advocating for mental health to think, oh, well, I'm cured, so that means everyone else should be okay. But I hope that the education surrounding people realizing that they're not the only ones going through something will help others continue that advocacy for people who are still suffering. Because now those people have had a little taste of what it's like to go through a mental illness and maybe they can either see this as an opportunity to um, empathize with those who are still continuing to go through this stuff or they can see it as I'm cured and you know screw everyone else it doesn't matter I don't think this will go away anytime soon hopefully mental health is is not something that is a fad it's not something that's trending in the news uh, depending on what's happening in the world mm-hmm. today because mental health is ubiquitous. It's everywhere. Everyone's yep. affected by it, no, no, no matter how old, what race, whatever. Their mental health has been around and will be around forever as long yep. as there's people. And so, yes, hopefully it will never go away and hopefully we realize more about it, we mm-hmm. learn about it, and we can change and grow in the way and how we handle it. Yep. Um, I, I really hope that the people who were solely affected um, by the pandemic in terms of their mental health can use this as an opportunity to continue um, advocating or continue um, empathizing with those who are still struggling. Mm -hmm. Because I could see that as a huge opportunity. You know, everyone can see this as an opportunity for everyone to realize they're not alone rather than see this as a personal thing. Like those people, like what I said, if you think the world revolves around you, then the second the pandemic's over, you're not going to care that people are still going through mental health, regardless of the pandemic, regardless of the state of the world. People are still going to be depressed. People are still going to be anxious. And as long as people use the pandemic as, you know, 
an opportunity to continue educating people and continue empathizing with people, we're going to be in the right direction in terms of mental health. Yeah, this will never go away. But again, people, cancer has been around forever. And I know people that do a, the, you know, oh, a cancer run. That's what I'm saying. But then that's it. And then they stop. And that's a lot of people over the pandemic posted one thing and then they like yeah. forgot about it because it's not affecting them personally. And then, oh, if if their friend were to get depression or worst case, like commit suicide or attempt suicide, then they could be like, oh, my gosh, mental health is such a big deal. But you don't realize that there are people going through it every day. And so it's it's just like what you said. Like there are people, oh, if cancer affects you personally or your family personally, you're more likely to, you know, do a ranking cancer run or yeah. promote cancer awareness. I'm, so I'm, I'm very, I, I'm very like saddened when I find that hypocrisy in people. And it happens mm-hmm. with everything. Like for instance, like uh, famous celebrities advocating for a certain disease because they have the disease. Yeah, and it's like, and it's like, well. Okay, famous person with Parkinson's, but why don't you advocate for diabetes? You yeah. Know? Like, I understand. I get it, okay? Mm-hmm. I understand the whole situation, the finances of it. 